0: Hey, this is Lauren Hargrove, co-pastor of Gravetop Church with the Revive Moms podcast. I hope this message makes a difference in your life and truly revives your soul. Enjoy. Um, So spiritual authority, that's a big word. And so we're really going to talk about what that really means in our lives. So did you know that as a Christian, you have authority? You know, what is authority? We know that word um, in many different ways, but it's the power or right to give orders, make decisions, and enforce obedience. That is a simple definition of authority. What does this mean for us exactly, us as believers, as Christians? It means that you don't have to be constantly pushed around by the devil's tactics against your life. I'm going to read this verse right away, um, in our intro on first Peter five, eight through nine. And it says this, stay alert, watch out for your great enemy, the devil. He prowls around like a roaring lion looking for someone to devour. Stand firm against him and be strong in your faith. Remember that your family believers all over the world are going through the same kinds of sufferings you are. And so, Here it is. It says that the enemy is trying to come against believers. He doesn't like God and he doesn't like his children, you know, and he doesn't like the fact that he's a loser. It makes him mad. And so he looks for opportunities to attack. He is looking for opportunities to attack God's people. So many times though, we allow the devil to attack us and kick us while we're down. It's like those, uh, those demons we have, uh, oh no, it's like those dreams. I was like, I didn't write demons. So I don't know if y'all have ever had a dream like this before. You may have, I have personally where you're either running or like trying to fight some bad guy, but for some reason you can't move or you can't run or you don't have legs or your arms are going like super slow and you're like, come on. Um, I don't know if you've had a dream like that where you just can't do anything When someone or something is, you know, trying to get at you, you can't defend yourself. Does this sound familiar to anyone? Sometimes that is exactly how we're operating as Christians, powerless, weaponless, and already defeated and scared. But it's time for us to wake up. We need to wake up and realize that we don't have to be pushed around any longer. The devil has already lost. He has no victory in our lives, our family, our friends, those that we care about. We have authority to cast him out into to f- enforce obedience, just like the, the definition says, to Christ's will in our life. He portrays himself as a vicious and scary lion roaring at us, about to pounce. But really, he's this ugly stray cat who just tries to show his fangs with no ability to actually hurt us. You know, if we see a stray cat, we just kick him. Like, I mean, I'm not saying for anyone to kick a cat, you know, like, but hello. Like you can easily defend yourself against this little poor stray cat. If we begin to realize how powerless he actually is and how powerful God's spirit is within us, we would have the confidence to take authority and rebuke his attacks and schemes in our life. Have you been paralyzed with fear lately? Or maybe you've been feeling oppressed or depressed, scared, anxious, maybe sickness has come in, maybe constant strife and turmoil. What spiritual attack do you see going on around you? or maybe even in this world right now we don't have to stand by and watch it happen we can rise up and begin to pray like actually pray with authority confidence and power it is time to fight for the life that God has given us it's time to fight for our marriage our children our future and the generations to come for our faith and for our nation. And I'll end the, be- the intro with this verse. It says, fight the good fight for the true faith. Hold tightly to the eternal life to which God has called you, which you have declared so well before many witnesses. This is First Timothy 6.12. Having faith in Christ isn't always easy. It's hard work, but the fight is always worth it. And so spiritual authority, we're going to talk about three things today. And the first one is authority. Specifically, we're going to talk about the battle and then we're going to end with rise up, rise up. So the first one is authority. I'm going to start with this verse, first John four, four, but you who belong to God, my dear children, you have already won a victory over those people because the spirit who lives in you is greater than the spirit who lives in this world. I'll read that last part again. The spirit who lives in you is greater than the spirit that lives in this world. Really think about that. God's spirit is living inside of you right now. All of us here have said, you know what, Jesus, come into my heart. I love you. I need you. You have welcomed him in your heart. The power of God's spirit rose Jesus from the dead. I mean, hello, like that's pretty powerful. God's spirit has healed the sick has parted the waters, has turned water into wine, has provided water from a rock for his people, has rained down manna for his people to eat, has saved Jonah from the stomach of a well, allowed Peter to walk on water. The stories in the Bible are limitless of what God's spirit and the power of his spirit has done for his people. And that is the same spirit that is inside of you right now. So if we have the power of the Holy Spirit living inside of us, we are living each day with such powerful authority over the enemy's schemes. When we begin to realize the authority we are carrying as believers, our confidence in Christ and in ourselves as believers will begin to skyrocket. Fear will begin to find its way back to hell as we begin to rise up and take what is rightfully ours fear has no place in our hearts and in our lives that is not god does not want us walking around fearful every day do you think that that's what he wants and us as parents if if we knew or uh, like our kids are like i'm just so afraid and they're walking around in fear doubting that you'll protect them doubting that you'll knock someone out for them doubting that you'll go to that teacher and tell her to leave your kid alone if they are rude, doubting our ability to provide and protect and love them with all of our being, wouldn't you be like, no, that is not what I want from you, for you. You want your kids to feel safe and to know that you have their back. And, you know, for me, that like I've been sharing with y'all, for me this week, um, I felt like um, once again, the enemy has been trying to attack me in different ways recently And I just feel like this fear has been creeping up in different ways um, And with everything going on in our world right now, I know everyone has so many different opinions So that's not what we're going into but for me seeing what's going on in our nation and in our world and Everything has for the first time in my whole life and now I'm older and I have kids has really been like freaking me out <laughs> Um, and I've just been like, oh my gosh. And my head has been going from zero to a hundred with these scenarios of what could happen. And, and I'm just like, literally felt paralyzed in fear. And I have just been feeling this week, like God is like, Lauren, that is not how I called you to live. Um, you don't have to be so afraid. My spirit is in you. And he's been reminding me of his promises and, and all that good stuff. Right? So little by little, God has been really dealing with that in my heart. And, and it's been really bringing me to a place of trying or coming back to knowing the authority within me. It, you know what I mean? I feel it like rising up and I'm actually grateful even though I'm still coming out of it because I'm like, you know what? There's this authority, this passion, this power inside of me that needs to rise up. So I won't just sit here in fear, but actually pray and make a difference in, in everything that's going on. If that makes sense. Because of what Jesus has done on the cross for us, there is now so much available to us as believers such as salvation, salvation of our souls, healing, peace of mind and heart, protection, provision, hope, forgiveness, restoration, redemption, mercy, grace, deliverance, breakthrough, freedom, wholeness, and so much more. There's so much that has been given to us because of what Jesus did for us. What is it for you right now that you are needing from God? What is it for you? I want you to think about it. Whatever it is, God has already provided it. We just have to reach out and take what is ours. And this message isn't like, hey, name it, claim it, you want a new car? What do you need from God? I want a Corvette, reach it, grab it. That's not even what I'm talking about, but the things of the spirit, the things that God has provided spiritually, especially is there available. So don't settle for what the enemy is trying to give you instead. He wants you to live in fear, isolation, hopelessness, chaos, addiction, and so on. But you must use the authority of Christ to take back all that he has tried to steal from you. Don't let another minute go by by allowing him to trick you into thinking anything other than the truth of God. It's time to take authority, get passionate, pray, get loud, and rise up. And I'm going to read these three verses as we end our first point in authority. With John 10.10, 10, it says, The thief, that's the devil, his purpose is to steal and kill and destroy. He wants to steal from us. He wants to destroy, but here's the good news is that God's purpose. He says, my purpose is to give them a rich and satisfying life. Doesn't that sound nice? Just a satisfying life that he cares about our spiritual needs and our practical needs and our desires. That is what God has for us. Not a life of fear and and chaos in luke 9 1 through 2 it says one day jesus called them together his 12 disciples and gave them power and authority to cast out all demons and to heal all diseases then he sent them out to tell everyone about the kingdom of god and to heal the sick i mean you may have heard or read that verse but Those who follow Christ are His disciples. We are learning from Him. We are uh, going out and and making a difference for Him. We are His people. We are His followers. And it says that He gave you, He gave me authority, power to cast out demons, to heal the sick, and to do great works in His name. That Spirit, Jesus did that Himself, and He gave us that same uh, Spirit and that same power because He lives inside of us. Matthew eighteen eighteen through 20 says this. I tell you the truth. Whatever you forbid on earth will be forbidden in heaven. Whatever you permit on earth will be permitted in heaven. I also tell you this. If two of you agree here on earth concerning anything you ask, my father in heaven will do it for you. For where two or three are gathered together as my followers, I am there among them. This is just saying that he has given us authority to say in jesus name i bind this spirit up in jesus name i cancel this sickness in jesus name you know taking authority over um, things that are not of god and praying for the things of god if that makes sense and and it's even going as far to say as unity when there is unity in prayer when you agree in prayer with another person another believer on something uh you know uh, that you're praying for it says it will be done that he is there with you that he hears and he will make it happen. So there's so much power in the authority he's given us. And even in unity, when we, you know, go through life together with other believers and pray together about things that are important uh, to us. And so authority, he has given us authority. Let's talk about the battle, the battle. I'll start off with this verse, Ephesians 6, 10 through 13, we've shared it before, but let's listen to it. It says, finally be strong in the Lord and in the strength of his might. Be strong in the Lord and in the strength of his might. And it goes on to say, put on the full armor of God so you'll be able to stand firm against the schemes of the devil for our struggle is not against flesh and blood but against the rulers, against the powers, and against the world forces of this darkness, against the spiritual forces of wickedness in the heavenly places. Therefore, take up the full armor of God, so you'll be able to resist on the evil day and have done everything to stand firm. This verse is saying, hey, we are not fighting against people. (laughs) We are not fighting against, you know, Um, our sister our kids or our family members I mean like sometimes yes Um, our husbands like sometimes yeah but no this is saying that what's more behind the scenes it's a spiritual world out there and we don't talk about that often but it's the the principalities the wickedness the spiritual forces trying to cause division Trying to bring these attacks whether it's in family members whether it's in relationships in your mind in your life That it's a spiritual battle. It's not just what you see with your eyes But there's so much more and it's saying be strong It's saying put on the armor of God. God is not saying oh just sit there. Don't worry. it will be okay He's saying girl get your armor on get up and let's go it's saying there's a battle, but put on my armor, put on my protection, and we got this. You know, there is a battle going on. We have personal battles in our mind. We have motherhood battles, marital battles, political battles, relational battles, health battles, battles with sin, spiritual battles going on all the time. Many of us have been told that as we become a Christian, uh, we no longer have to deal with this or that battle anymore. Life is finally going to be easier. Give your life to Christ, girl. It's going to take it all away. It's, you're, it's everything's going to be good. But that's just not the case. We will still have battles we have to fight. But as a Christian, you no longer have to fight them alone. And you no longer lose because Christ wins every single time you must get this deep in your spirit christ wins every time does that give you a spark of hope if you really said right now okay that one battle i'm thinking of christ wins every time and if you actually said right now i believe that is truth wouldn't you feel better okay cool well that's taken care of i may not see it now but it's taken care of when it's gonna be taken care of if that makes sense But do you believe it that much that you feel that peace right now? And I'll be the first one to say that I'm working on that entirely, right? But God wants us to just believe that no matter what battle you're facing, Christ gives you victory. Well, how do we fight this battle? What is our part in it all? It's to pray, pray, girl, pray just like the movie war room. I don't know if any of y'all have seen that movie war room. It's an older one. I saw it way back and it's a Christian movie about prayer. If you haven't, it's cheesy, but really good. Okay. Um, a really good, I remember after watching that, I was like, Oh, I need to get my little war room set up. Like, where can I put my, you know, this and that anyways, go check it out. Um, see, yep, it is a very good movie. Our prayers wage war against the enemy's attacks. God is behind the scenes doing the dirty work. He's the one chopping off the heads of the demons for us. He's the one breaking addictions. He's the one protecting families, removing the wicked from places of influence. He's the one healing the sick, saving the lost, and our prayers are the fire behind it all. It ignites the the work of God. It activates His hand to move. It is the pre-workout to the fight ahead. I know that's cheesy, but God moves when you pray. Your prayers are so much more powerful than you realize, like incredibly powerful. You may not have the ability to get into the into the spiritual realm physically and beat up the devil, but your prayers are part of the fight. God does the dirty work and he uses our prayers to do what only he can do. So what are you fighting for in prayer right now? Or maybe you haven't had the strength to even pray yet. That's okay. But what fight is going on within you? Don't back up into that corner in fear. Don't let the enemy back you up in that corner of fear, feeling helpless and scared. Instead, get up and pray. Like I've said time and time again, I know that as a mom, A busy mom it's hard enough to brush your teeth or throw on mascara and now I'm telling you to go pray hardcore you know but if you have to pray with authority while your kids are building towers with their blocks then do it if you have to blare worship music and uh, and pray while warming up spaghettios then do it if you have to pray and cry your eyes out while you're bumper-to-bumper in traffic picking your kids up from school then do it. There is a battle before us and your prayers are breaking chains. Your prayers are necessary. Your prayers are what you and your family are relying on. It's time to take prayer again, seriously. There's never a perfect time. We just have to do it. And you know, like I shared with y'all, I've been feeling all different kinds of ways, but I've been really fighting. Can I, I, I'm trying to fight more and more. And, uh, today I was like, you know what? i I feel like this is what God's put on my heart. I'm preparing the message. I believe it. I know it. I've done it before. And I was like, well then let's do it. And even though I felt tired and weak and, um, you know, just, just not feeling it, I made myself get into that prayer mode. I made myself take authority. And once you get in, it's like, man, you're ready to beat up the enemy and just, you know, like thank God because he's freaking awesome. Right. And so, you know, I was praying and I was holding little Homer and he was just once again, like what mom, what's going on? And I'm just there. And I was taking authority. And once you do, it feels so good because it, that confidence starts stirring up inside of you that you begin to take your eyes off of what's scaring you. You begin to take your eyes off of the fear and you begin to get excited because you feel like and start to remind yourself, dude, God's got this. You know, God really has got this when you begin to shout. And what is taking authority in prayer? When when you start calling out those things you're fighting for, Hey, you know, I'm praying for my brother, God, I pray that you would save his soul. I, I rebuke the enemy's plans for his life. I declare your plans for his life. So on and so forth. What and who are you praying for? Call it out and be bold. Even if it's while you're in the shower, even if it's while you're doing laundry, who knows? just do it and i'll end on these last verses for this point psalms 144 1 says blessed be the lord my rock who trains my hands for war and my fingers for battle it's not just saying okay girl sit there like i said earlier he trains our hands for war and our fingers for battle he trains us and equips us for the battles that we face sometimes am i saying our whole life is going to be a battle. And you're like, dude, I just want an easy season, like peace. Like that's all I'm asking for. It's there. Don't worry. God's got you. But sometimes you just got to fight a little bit, you know, and Psalms 1834 says, he trains my hands for battle so that my arm can bend a bow of bronze so that I could fight this hardcore battle. He trains us. And the last verse is second Corinthians 10:3 through five. It says we're human, but we don't wage war as humans do. We use God's mighty weapons, not worldly weapons, to knock down the strongholds of human reasoning and to destroy false arguments, the lies of the devil. We destroy every proud obstacle that keeps people from knowing God. We capture their rebellious thoughts and teach them to obey Christ. I mean, isn't that verse hardcore? It's like, yeah, we're human, but we do this God's way. And this is in prayer. What are God's mighty weapons? It's his word. When we know his word, when we are learning his word and we speak and pray and declare it and believe it, those are the weapons that go against the enemy's lies and plans and attacks. So though that is how we wage war through prayer in the spiritual realm, living for him and praying and believing at his word. And so the battle, and the last point is rise up, rise up. Romans eight eleven says the spirit of God who raised Jesus from the dead lives in you. And just as God raised Christ Jesus from the dead, he will give life to your mortal bodies by the same spirit living within you. I mean, hello. Like, did you realize that that spirit is inside of you? And how many of us and how many Christians are walking around not even realizing that that spirit is within us I mean it's like I I don't even know what to compare it to it's like having this crazy huge like uh, powerful thing in your hand but not even realizing it you know like this power that is untapped and not used but that spirit is within us you know you are not weak you are not helpless and you are not defeated But rather, you are a warrior, strong, powerful, anointed. You are called. You are chosen. You are full of purpose and authority. You are filled with the Holy Spirit. You are a fighter. You are confident and you are hardcore. Tell yourself. Sometimes you got to tell yourself, I'm hardcore or whatever you choose to say. I'm hardcore. I can do this. There's been times where I'm like, Oh it." Oh and then I'm just like, you know, what? you're hardcore, Lauren, you're freaking hardcore. Get up. You can do this. You know, sometimes you got to give yourself a pep talk. It's time to rise up and face the very thing that's intimidating you. Face your fears and remind them who God is. Remind the enemy whose you are and who you serve. You serve the King of Kings. The Lord of all Lords. You serve the Alpha, the Omega, the beginning and the end. You serve the Creator of the universe. The Creator. Not, oh, bless the universe. It's speaking to me. The universe is so good to me. No, bro. God created the universe. God is bigger than the universe. He's the one doing this and that good in your life. You serve a mighty and strong God. You have nothing to fear because God is with you and he is for you. He is fighting your battles. He is strong enough to do the impossible. So it's time to rise up from defeat. Open your eyes and trust God once again. You can do this. You will do this and you are able and capable. You are stronger than you think. So it's time to speak up and declare God's promises over your life and take authority. I'm going to read, uh, two verses as we end. And in Esther 414, Esther, the book of Esther goes hard. If you haven't read it, I think it's a short one. So that's cool. If you haven't read it, I encourage you to go read it. Actually at the end, we're going to uh, share a challenge if y'all want to read it with me this week. Um, and it's just a really good book. So let me share this verse in, uh, Esther 414. It says, um, Esther is... Her people are going through oppression, and and um, a lot is going on. And she's just really um, this humble woman of God, who was chosen to do an incredible thing in her work, in her time, to free God's people. And so it goes on to say, if you keep quiet at a time like this, deliverance and relief for the Jews will rise from another place, but you and your relatives will die. Who knows if perhaps you were made queen for just such a time as this. Who knows if perhaps you were made queen for just such a time as this. I encourage you to read the story to understand what's really going on. But what I like about this verse is it's she was chosen. She was brave and courageous. And she went before the king who usually kills people that go in his presence without permission. She fasted and prayed and then she went before him and he allowed her access, even though that was not common at all, prayer and fasting. And she, um, at the end of the day, she was able to save her people from oppression because she spoke up, because she was chosen. And it says, maybe you were chosen for such a time as this. And I share that with you that even though the battle before you might seem intimidating, might seem hard, whatever it is you're going through, whatever it is your family's going through, or even our nation, our world, God knew that this was the situation you would be in. And he knew that maybe you were born to make a difference in this specific situation right now. Even though maybe you want nothing to do with it, it is the time that God put you there And maybe you are the one that is going to make the difference. You are the only one fit for this battle. In Deuteronomy 24, it says, For the Lord your God is going with you. He will fight for you against your enemies. And he will give you victory. He will give you victory. And so today we talked about spiritual authority. We talked about the authority that we have the battle before us and we ended with being encouraged to rise up to know that maybe we were called as for such a time as this to make a difference that we have a victory we are not weak but we are strong I hope you enjoyed today's message. We'd love to connect with you. Follow Revive Moms on Instagram and subscribe to our podcast on iTunes or Spotify. If Revive Moms has been life-giving to you, then we'd love to connect with you as a church family. To learn more about Gravetop Church, visit gravetop.com or follow us on social media at Grave Top Church. Thanks for listening.